tell them here and let them be. Well, I got something deep inside of me. I can't hide it anymore. It needs to be so free. There's no Hello and welcome to the show. This is your host, David No. I am doing a special episode where I'm going to tell uh, the best untold story from this podcast. And with me is friend of the pod, past guest, now prolific drama writer, Lindsay Via Real. Oh my God. Don't introduce me like that. I was, I, when we did that, the, that recording a while ago, right? When was that? That was when you just came off of Sacred Love for Facebook. Oh, yeah, Sacred Lies. Oh, Sacred Lies, sorry. Yeah, and yeah. then you were, like, downplaying it. Yeah. And I was like, there's more to come. <laughs> and and there has been, like, a, a lot, lot. A yeah. lot. That's all me, though. That, like, I people were like, oh, man, you have good reps. But, like, I feel like it's just, like, literally, like, the culmination of, like, making relationships. So, like, you know, everything came into a head last year, and I had a lot of work. Yeah, no, I mean congratulations thanks man uh so yeah i mean kind of this i guess episode will kind of deal with sort of the relationships from this podcast so it's become kind of this own universe for me yeah Uh, and like there's different connections different people you know for example indirectly like two of my guests now know each other quite well which is yourself and uh leah Oh yeah, I I was just gonna tell you like we I saw Leah last night and she was like tell Dave hi and I was like yeah, yeah I will tell Dave that you said hi <laughs> <laughs> yeah and now she gets a plug on oh, this episode yeah, she, yeah. Leah gonna be this yeah she'll she's love it she's over here like selling things left and right we were talking about it last night but she's also like prolific doing so well her yeah. husband yeah exactly so like it's cool that there's sort of this whole whole universe now for me with this the show uh, and so this story kind of relates to the world of this podcast um you know a lot of these guests you know that i have on tell their untold stories and they're unpolished they don't really haven't told it publicly and all that kind of stuff so it's a bit raw yeah and and, uh and sometimes vulnerable so i'm putting myself in that chair oh yeah we wouldn't so i didn't i never like followed up with you but when i told that story obviously i told the story about my friend who was like very close to me and all of my friends from back home were like, do you think she's going to listen to it? And like everybody was very scared that she was going to listen to it and it was going to be like too much information about our like our past friendship. But she did not reach out. But um, everybody who thought she was going to reach out yeah. from back home was like, I listened. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's, it's, yeah. so it's definitely... You're, you know, people are putting themselves on the spot. So I feel like I should put myself on the spot as like kind of the storyteller. Um, so you'll be here to hear the story and then kind of ask some questions, have a little discussion. All right. Based on your expertise uh, and your background. Okay. So so this takes place uh, pretty recently. It was um, December 2018. Okay. And I had on a guest uh, to do a taping. Uh, her name is uh, Maria. Uh, Ochoa and uh, before the reading I mean sorry before the the recording of the episode she uh, my wife arranged for her to give me a tarot card reading oh gosh like for fun do you I forget do you like that 
Are you into that? No. I, I, I figured you were not. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you like that? No. No, I do not. No. So, but <laughs> I was willing to do it because, you know, Maria was cool and, and they're, they were good friends. And I was like, why not? And she was very much deep into the tarot card culture and all the stuff uh, <laughs> related to that <coughs> coming from, you know, uh, Mexican heritage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she was kind of, that was big for her. Um, so basically the idea was like she was going to do the tarot card reading mm-hmm. and then she's going to tape her episode and tell her, tell her, tell her uh, uh, best untold story. So she comes over, uh, it's in the evening, um, like on a weeknight maybe yeah. or a weekend, I'm not sure. And uh, so then my, you know, Jen, my wife, and then our son are home. So then they go into the uh, bedroom and close the door to kind of be quiet so that this tarot reading can kind of take place and also taping the podcast. Okay. Uh, and so they're in the other room. So those there's only four people. Sorry. Yeah, there's only four people present in my house, right? So uh, in our living room, she tells me kind of like, that, like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is the first time I'm giving you a reading. And so it's kind of a get to know you kind of thing. And, and I'll try to give some, you know, see what the cards say. Right. And I'll, it'll give you kind of a, a forecast for 2019. Right. Uh, the, the next, the preceding year or following preceding. Yeah. 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 yeah anyways. Uh, and so she's like, you know, just think about <laughs> what you want the cards to tell you, you know, just think of some questions that might be important to you in your life and we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Okay. Wait, this is your first one that you've ever gotten? Yeah. Never had, but had never even seen anybody get a reading before? I'd never seen it in person. Okay. So only in movies. Oh, yeah. wow. I, okay. I, I had a palm reading once in high school because my mom made me do it. Okay. But it's a totally different thing. Because your mom made you do it. <laughs> yeah. And then they just, the person looks at your palm and they kind yeah, of Yeah. Like, this is your lifeline, your love line. Yeah. Blah, it's, blah, blah. It's different than like cards and yeah, what yeah, the yeah. cards mean and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, and so I was like, okay, cool. So then I think about those things and she's like, okay, now that we're ready, I'm going to take out the cards. Um, and then she basically told me like, like to cut the deck, yeah, that kind of thing. So I do that. And then she holds the cards and the power goes out in my house. When she, when she was holding the cards out to you. Like after I cut the deck. Oh, and I like shit. and I like gave it back to her, right? The power, okay. like the power goes out, and like I, I was like, "What?" I fli- I was freaking out inside, right? But I was trying to play it cool. Um, and so, what's important to note is that that doesn't happen in my house very often. Mm-hmm. Two, we actually had less electrical devices on because we we're trying to keep the place quiet, right? Right. So, like my my son and my uh, and Jen were in the other room, like on like a you know like on the phone, right? right. Like an iPad or whatever. Um, you know, watching, you know, kids videos or something. So there was actually fewer things plugged in or whatever. But all of a sudden there was like this, you know, quick, like 10 second blackout, brownout. Okay. And then the lights go on. Right. And then Maria's like, there's a spirit here that wants to talk to you. Oh my God. And I was like, stop it. You're like, cut it out. Yeah. Yeah. And so then she's like, I think we need to. I think we need to figure out who the spirit is before we do your card reading. And I was like, oh my God. 
<laughs> you're okay. like, um, thank you. Very bad timing. Yeah. Uh, goodbye spirit. And, uh, so then proceeds her using whatever spiritual powers she has, which, you know, she was a person that, uh, is a person that is prone to that. Right. So, or, or has those kind of mystical connections. And so she proceeds to try to figure out who the spirit is. Right. See, that's what I was telling you. Remember on my podcast, I was saying that I feel like spirits are connected to people more than they are places. Cause yeah. you're saying that like you never had happened in your house before, but once that person was in your house, then it's like shit started happening. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess I didn't think about that till now, but yeah. 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 And that's why you're, you're <laughs> why you're here with me having this talk uh yeah i don't know something about maria just it br- people bring uh, stuff with them like i th- i have a strong feeling that like if something is attached to you or you're in a place where shit went down like you are holding on to energy and that energy is just gonna like follow you around you know so it's like that's why the house the lights went off i don't know keep going i want to hear the rest of the story yeah the, so <laughs> Uh, so she, so yeah, we just try to figure it out. And then I can see Maria, uh, Maria, like really concentrate and yeah. try to figure this out. And it was like, I mean, it just did not seem like staged. Like just, I could see her brain like working and she was getting sweaty and oh, like, Lord. like she was just trying to deduce the spirit. Right. Right. And then, uh, oh gosh, now I'm like, I gotta try to remember. Like she basically was trying to ask me questions. Right. And mm-hmm. like. I skeptical was like, okay, she's going to try to like deduce who it is by me, the way I respond. Right. Right. But, um, she was very specific in what she was saying. And sometimes some of the things were unprompted. Like the first thing she said was like, okay, it's, it's, uh, it's someone close to you, but they're not related to you. And I was like, okay, I don't know. Okay. Right. And then I'm like, she's like, and then she keeps thinking and she's like, yeah, it's, it's throwing me off, but it's someone that, that meant something to you, but is not technically a relative. Okay. Um, I was like, okay, I, I'm drawing a blank. She's like, and it's someone you haven't thought about in a really long time. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, like I'm kind of, well, yeah. So obviously I'm not going to know who this person is because right. I haven't thought about him. Are you doing like a little like Rolodex of like, who do I know that's I, dead that I I was. About? Yeah. My brain was going that way. Yeah. And I was like, I just can't put a pulse on it. I just don't know who it is. And you know, they were just described. She, Maria was just like, it's like, yeah, it's like some type of like adult figure that was part of your life that was important to you that you haven't thought about in a very long time. Uh, and I was just like, I wasn't really actually giving her much in response. Like it wasn't like I was leading her by saying like, oh, it's that person, this person, this, this person, right? Mm-hmm. I literally was just like, I don't know. I don't know. Like that was like my general response. So it wasn't like a magician trying to like gleam clues to kind of piece something together to pull a trick. Right. In my, in my opinion, like she was really, it was so out of the dark. Uh, and so when I would just kind of say general, like, I don't know, no, I don't know idea. And then the the kicker was when she says, I think this person named you. Named you? Named me. And I was like, what? Like when you were born. Well, I immediately knew who it could be. Really? By that, by her saying that. Okay. But what was crazy was that that was completely unprompted. 
I didn't say anything for her to say, oh, the, the spirit is the person that gave you your name. Okay. Like I didn't, I didn't say anything to lead her to that. She just said it okay. in her like thinking and sweating and like, you know, whatever, like connecting with the spirit. And I immediately knew who that person was by the moment she uh, gave that clue. Okay. Because the person that named me was um, my parents' sponsor family when they immigrated from Vietnam, who was my godmother. Whoa. And her name is Betty. And I always referred to her as Grandma Betty, which is the adult figure, like, kind of maternal relationship. Wow. Uh, and she gave me the name David. But Dave. you never met her. You did meet her when you I were did. a kid. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Like, so then, so then I started to tell Maria, like, all right, I'll just tell you everything about. Because I was like, should I tell you who this is? Because like, I'm pretty sure I know now. Okay. And she said, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so I kind of laid, I like gave her the detail, which I'll tell her now. I was like, yeah, I, my parents came over from the Vietnam War. You know, they uh, had a sponsor family once they got out of um, the refugee camps uh, in Orange County, and it was a, a woman named Betty and her husband named uh, Gilbert. Wait, tell me a little bit more about like a sponsor family post refugee camps. Oh, what happens? Uh, so, <laughs> funny thing is, I don't really know what exactly happens. Yeah, which is like a well, big... basically, you're. I would assume you were pushed out of where you were living during the internment camp time, right? So, so I'm I'm not alive yet. Right. So my parents escape uh, from Vietnam. Yeah. To America as like political refugees, right? Right, from right, the right, Vietnam right. War. A lot of uh, these families are in various army camps yeah. throughout the country, and my parents right, were, right, right, right. were in San Diego. Right. Camp Pendleton's like a famous right. uh, one of those such uh, places, and then they basically try to find, Some at, at the time, people that are willing to help. Host you, basically. Host you temporarily, yeah, okay. help, you, help you find uh, a place to live, that kind of thing. Just right? like readjust as like a, you know, after post asylum like finding asylum you know in here right yeah and then it's like all right now we're gonna there's a volunteer family that's gonna okay help you now you they'll help you find a place to live blah 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 and then, right, right. so that that's how my parents ended up in orange county and myself um and so this family that was helping them in their early years uh was named uh her name was betty and her husband's name was gilbert mm -hmm. and then when i was born they thought, oh, um, he should have like an American name just to assimilate or like whatever, right? To you know, not, not have it be difficult for him. And so then, you don't have a Vietnamese name. I do. You do. I do. I do. Yeah, but uh, they were like, you sh he should have like a like a U.S. name, like an American name too, that he it. can use in school and oh, whatever. I see, I see. And and um, Betty was uh, religious, so she used David from biblically from yeah. the Bible. So. Immediately when Maria was like, I, yeah, that person named you. I knew who it was immediately. And it was true. I hadn't thought about her in a really long time because she had passed away, um, you know, I don't know, like 12, 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Uh, and it was really hard because she outlived her family. Aww. She outlived her two children and her husband. Yeah. And then she, you know, passed away in a hospital. She had like. She like lost a leg. Like it was crazy. Like it was like. But your parents kept in touch with her all that time. Yeah. So this is so got. So this is where like it got deep, and it was like kind of like a story I haven't really shared uh, at all, because um, I literally haven't thought about it. It was that, um, 
yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't she wasn't just like a sponsor family. She really was like a like a godparent. I mean, officially yeah. she was. So like every holiday time, Christmas, we would always go visit them. You know, presents like it's like visiting your grandparents. It wasn't any different, right? Than, That's really nice. Yeah. So all up, um, you know, all the way until we couldn't anymore, basically, yeah. right? And so, um, yeah, they attended, you know high school graduation they couldn't make the college graduation but they were invited you know it was kind of like that they would have been invited to our wedding had they still been around. a lot around you know like it was it was yeah it was deep it was really it was really kind of like that's why like some of my like you know immigrant immigrant experiences are like or like dealing with like quote like the majority yeah i'm always like yeah people just need to know each other because like I got to know this family it was like a Caucasian family and they were fantastic and they had such a sad like ending to their lives, you know? So did her and the husband have kids and they, yeah, they had two kids and they passed away. They outlived their kids. Oh my God. Cause their kids died tragically. Then the, the Betty outlived her husband. Ugh. So she like kind of died alone. Wow. It's really heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And so it was, she must have seen you as her last surviving. Well, that, that was, yeah, that was part of like, so that's what Maria ends up saying. So then once I reveal, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's Betty because no one else named me yeah. David, no one. Aww. Right. And so then Maria's like, okay, uh, I think, yes, I, this is why I had trouble figuring out who it was. Cause I was like, it's like this sort of, maternal figure in your life but not related and she's like that threw me off because yeah. technically betty's not related to me but her relationship to me was like like a second grandmother uh -huh. for sure like oh you know growing up checking in visiting during the holidays it was like tradition uh and so then you know maria was like well yeah you know she, you haven't thought about her in a while and she wanted to come here to say hello Aww. and to tell you that know sometimes you're uh hard on yourself but she's really proud of what you've become and you should you know always take that keep that in mind or like you know keep that with you knowing like you, you're doing better than she ever hoped for Aww. right and so it's kind of this really tender message and it kind of like i was kind of really shaken by it at the time i was like did you get emotional at the moment i did yeah i wasn't gonna cry but like uh, you know what i mean like i I could have easily, right? I mean, did you like hold that with you for a long time after that? Well, I didn't talk about it until this podcast. Like, what? Well, I mean, I talked about You told Jen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. I told like three people, okay. right? But like it wasn't like a public story that I was like voluntarily uh, offering. And, and also I never really talked about her in, in anything, even in my like creative writing or screenwriting or like artistic work. I never brought her up or her you know relationship to me so it was like someone i kind of kept really personal did you me. did you think until that moment that that person had had like that much of an effect in your life or like you had always kind of like in, just had her in the background as someone that existed in your life more less than like having an impact yeah i guess i didn't really think about it and yeah. I, I also knew that like she had a really tough ending to her life so yeah. it always made me sad yeah like like the last my last moments of her were not great yeah. you know like i didn't see her in a be in the best lighting right right uh and then so so that that's even before the tarot card reading 
right? Oh yeah, that's right. The, right. Yeah, the that, I didn't even get to that part okay, yet. Okay, but that right. that part was like for sure the most like significant part of the moment was like this possible. I'm, I'm gonna say yeah. I think it was like a reconnection because it was sure. like yeah. Let, I'm gonna go with that. You know, because it was like it's too it's too specific. Like you can't just throw out a clue. Like oh yeah, they named you. No magician goes that specific, right? No. I, I gave and I gave Maria nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then she gave me this tarot card reading uh, afterwards, which I'll give you some of. I'll read. I took a little bit of like of some of the things she told me. Okay. And I wanted to. I had to wait like a year to even share the story because they like all came true. Wow. In some, like, I can interpret it all to be, like, true. Okay. Which is crazy to me. And what's crazier is that that is the last time I saw Maria alive. What? Yeah. Holy fuck. Not, yeah. Who, wait, but who is this person? Like, who is Maria? Like, how did you meet Maria? Maria is a friend of Jin's. And she passed away? Yeah, unfortunately, she passed away last year due I mean, I'm trying to be respectful of her family, but like she, she got sick, Oh. you know? And so she was way too, it was way too early for her to, to move on. Right. Okay. Uh, um, wow. so, but that was the last time I saw her and okay. spoke to her. Like the, the next time was at a memorial service. This is heavy, man. It is heavy. heavy. Right. I mean, I'm not trying to sound like Jovi or anything, but like. I guess because I kind of I've so I've I've been removed from the whole incident for like a year plus now, Uh, and I've I've had like all these guests come on this podcast and tell all their personal stories. So I kind of like I can see how um, when people share their stories, it it, it's like there's like a fondness. Yeah. Well, I think because I after I did your podcast, I did another podcast too. Like, I think you don't realize until you're like really focused on having a conversation with somebody. Because, like, you know, sometimes you're in, like, daily life conversation and you yeah. just kind of say things off the top of your head and you're like, oh, I didn't really mean that. But, like, you have nothing else to do when you're, like, on these these radio shows where you're, like, really, really focusing yeah. on the words and the conversation. You know, so I don't think you, like, even after I did that podcast with you, I was like, man, I didn't, I hadn't thought about, thought about that friend in a long time. And right. I'm a little emotional. Yeah, it's a similar, yeah, I mean. And I guess because like I've like done these episodes like like a good amount of them I, uh, like as I'm telling this like I don't I don't think of it sadly like right. I think I think fondly of her like Maria the person who gave me a tarot card reading and also like Betty who's like my godmother, and I think about like the positive things and I think about how, you know for for me like that tarot card reading and being on my episode like podcast that was like Maria's like last like gift on earth to me you wow. know what I mean like that was her gift to me yeah which I'll, I'll always remember and now I'm kind of like sort of commemorating in like a podcast form so I can you know that's sweet listen to it from time to time or, or other people who know her can kind of catch what you know some of the things that you know she did it kind of always makes me think about like it's not just like the major world leaders and all that that have impact on people right it's like yeah your, your friend yeah or your your wife's friend or whatever. someone in passing neighbor or whatever yeah. yeah or someone really important to you that like is not like a celebrity oh or, yeah or a star whatever like there's there's it, probably more impactful people that are just people you know for sure um so you know yeah the the main part of the story was uh just this whole reveal of like 
maybe Betty came to visit. Oh, I, sh- I should, I didn't. So once, once Maria was like, Betty's here, she's proud of you, you know, don't be so hard on yourself. She's, she's always looking out for you. I, I swear after that part was done and she's like, all right, now let's do the reading. Cause everyone's, we're all square. Mm-hmm. The lights brightened. Like they flickered. Whoa. I swear. Whoa. And I, and, and Jen saw that too. And Jen, that's why she knew she, she, so she came out of the room and the lights flickered. And she said, oh, is everything done? She, yeah, thought, yeah, I thought, yeah. she thought we were done. Uh, and she also, was, you know, was there when the lights went out. So like, I'm just saying, like, just saying, just the lights saying. flickered. Nobody was there to see it. I'm just saying, like, you know, <laughs> I've heard your story. Actually, yeah. Leah told a similar story. Another guest of mine, Alan, told similar stories about spirits. Um, I don't know. You got to believe it, man. Um, it's there. Yeah. Okay, uh, so then the tarot reading. Yeah, so I'll read. Uh, I, I had I wrote this down at the time uh, she gave me these notes. And um, sure enough, they all came true. Okay. Um, so she, and I, yeah, granted you can interpret it as like, well, that's general, mm-hmm. but still. Uh, so she, one of the things she said was, you know, to, to not worry about finances, like we'll always find a way to get by, which I know sounds general, but at the time of that podcast, like you were worried, we were really worried for money. Like we were, you know, Jen and I live, was, are, are living the freelance life. Yeah. As you know, as, yeah. you, as you know, when like you don't want to be not working for that long, Mm-mm. it sucks. Yeah. It's, it's like you get freaked out. Yeah. Obviously, we have a child. So it was getting really dicey. Right. Yeah. And so she said that. And I'm like, how can I not worry about it? Yeah. I worry about it all the time. And especially, especially here in LA, you have so many like exterior voices that are like, don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. But like the people's resources are so different here. Some people have the money to be here and like sure. some people do not. I did not for eight years. I was like paycheck to paycheck. So it was like, yeah, you're, you have nothing to do, but worry about it. And, and yeah. And you're like, and yeah, in like Los Angeles, it's such a weird vibe where like you're worried about money and then you, you're out going to target or something. And then yeah. you see like, like 25 year olds, like eating at an expensive brunch. Yeah. And you're like, wow. Wow. Like, wow. Hats off to you. 25 year olds. Like, where, <laughs> where are you getting this money? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, so obviously I was like, I don't know how am I going to not worry about that? And then like kind of the, and then she also, uh, in relation to that, she was like, you know, I know you're like, you know, screenwriter and your, your opportunities haven't been what you wanted, but don't worry about that. Look, look for other opportunities that may be tangential or could actually, yeah. uh, you know, actually benefit you. Right. right. And, and like, it'll be all fine. Um, and that's kind of what happened. Yeah. Which is weird. Like I, and again, like she gave me my, it's, it's how I interpret the, the, the wording. Right. But I, I tried to, especially knowing that she was like sick, I, I tried to like stay true to the message. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm not trying to worry about money that much. I will kind of, you know, keep my eyes open for other things. So I started to apply to different kinds of jobs, you know, that I hadn't and I wasn't freaking out about it. Sure enough, I like during last year, like I got approached for random jobs. That's good. Like for like script reading. Yeah. That I just took, I mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I'll take it. Um, and, uh, and, and I got by, it mm-hmm. was weird. Like, and it was like, I got jobs I didn't apply for. Now, do you think that you would have like recognized that, 
without her putting that little nugget in your head that you you would always be fine? No. Yeah. I'd probably be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I worked for them like two years ago, so of course they're going to reach out. Like I would say stuff like that or. See, this is where I think like like tarot and stuff like this. It it I read this really interesting article the other day about how millennials are flocking more towards like crystal therapy and like mm-hmm. astrology and, you know, tarot reading and kind of like spirituality because there's such a lack of religion like organized religion in people's lives and still people still want to believe that yeah. there's some exterior force guiding them, you know? Well, well, or, or like the organized religion that exists is there's a lot of disillusionment. Oh, totally. So there's a lot of corruption. There's a lot right, of right. Bad, they, but basically, bad press, yeah, you know? people want to, people want to put their faith in something that they can't understand, but not necessarily some sort of organized collection of thoughts, which religion can be like in the, you know, in the larger concept of yeah. church. Right. Or like, you just haven't found something that works right for place, you. Yeah. So then you just reach out to other avenues. Um, so that happened. Well, uh, okay. And, what and else then did she say? The other one, she was like, uh, which I, I, for legalities, I can't go into super detail, but she said that, you know, you're going to have uh, some type of like personal relationship that's going to fall out in like October. Oh God. Which is like so specific. Right. And I'm like, how can you, even? and it, it was true. There was like a situation uh, that we were involved with. It was like the it was sort of like a business situation mm-hmm. that was gonna end in October, and it did. Wow. Okay. Check. Yeah. Check number two. Yeah. Which, again, I, I, and I should say like Maria and I weren't particularly close. Right. She was closer to my wife Jin, so it's not like I'm throwing info with uh, to her. You know, like she's not pulling from her co- talks with uh gin about me right they like don't talk about me yeah. <laughs> they talk about their own stuff right so it it was a further like what and she, it was based off the cards okay like she was reading the cards. she was interpreting the different cards um and i remember this uh vividly like um the, the other thing was there's something you want uh and you're gonna get it at the end of the year which with, with regards to your career Okay. So immediately I'm thinking like, oh, I'm going to like sell a show. I'm going to write a movie script. I'm going to whatever. Like I'm going to get paid to do all that stuff. Uh, But then like, then I have to check that with her also saying like, but be open to different opportunities and like expand what you can do. Right. Right. So, um, so I, I did more episodes of this podcast and I keep doing it as like one way to do it. Uh, And that, sort of indirectly got me a job which i basically as a copywriter i can't say where anything for legalities yeah but i got that job as a copywriter and it was it was a really funny thing that i i had one at one point uh had said to jen in some type of conversation and i know maria didn't know this for sure i for sure know she never heard this but I was like, yeah, um, you know, it's hard being, it's hard pursuing screenwriting, all that kind of stuff. But then I was like, but you know, if I can get some good credits as a copywriter and kind of build that side and be writing, I would be pretty pleased and like happy that we have income and like I'm still being creative and writing and, and stuff like that. And so that was something I was also hoping for too. Mm-hmm. But all the work I had done prior was not like that. Yeah. And sure enough, I get a job copywriting. I get this like contract and great i'm doing that as of this podcast and it's like uh financially like cool like <laughs> it's cool to have money yeah i mean i'm not like <laughs> i'm not buying like 
you know, a Tesla, Tesla, no, <laughs> not, not even close one day, but, uh, I'm not freaking out about the grocery bills much, you know oh, what cool. I mean? So yeah. So those were the things that they kind of, she kind of said would happen and they did. Yeah. And I was like, so now I'm at the, now I'm trying to process like, holy cow. Like she gave me a series of outlooks and predictions. They all happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't even necessarily have to loosely interpret it. Like they all happened. Oh like, yeah. Like they actually all happened and came true. Yeah. Uh, and that was the last thing she left me. Wow. That's great. Like what? What? Like but what the left you a a message from someone you hadn't think about yes. thought about in a long time that that hey turn turn the other way like you yeah. are very hard on yourself and things are going to be cool and then gave you like three key components that things right. were also going to be cool and you were on the right track. It's just like not the path you thought you'd take. Yeah, basically. Yeah, I mean you're. Obviously, your writing skills there <laughs> to summarize are in full display just now. That uh, is dope. I mean, tarot, look, people put down tarot because there's like, oh, mumbo jumbo, blah, blah, blah. But like, for example, over the holiday, I took my friend, we went to my best friend from undergrad. We went to New Orleans for to just to hang out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, we got to get a tarot reading. We got to get a tarot reading. We were already having a very horrible day. It was like raining. Everything right. was closed. We weren't doing anything that everything was off schedule. Yeah. And then I was like, let's get a tarot reading. It was the worst tarot reading I've ever had in my life because these people were like in the middle of like Bourbon Street and they were like just trying to get paid and like they were just really rude to my friend telling her mm. her business was going to fail. The guy was like not even looking at me and then I like commented like how are you get reading this that you're not looking at me and you're like he was reading off a series of like numbers like where the planets were and this guy was like I'm not getting anything out of this. Yeah. You know and it's like I, I think in order for tarot to work Someone has to give you, even if they, because you can pull a bad card, like even if you pull a bad card, there's something good to be seen from the bad card because it's like, okay, this is a bad card. This is like whatever, something of swords and death or whatever. But death is actually a good card. Well, let me, uh, if I, can I cut you off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that, I actually just, that just reminds me of like maybe, that'll be a good way to kind of end end, uh, this episode is that I pulled the death card. You did? I just remember that because... You just start talking about it. Yeah. And, and I remember I freaked out because I'm like, I just got the death card. Nah, it's like, good. No, yeah, And so Maria, and I think that's what kind of what you're saying with like, you have a kind of a Kate, like a sketchy Bourbon Street tarot yeah, card. Yeah, like yeah. In my case, like it was someone I trusted. Yeah. Someone I knew was, has always been very spiritual and in, in that sense and, and like connected to like the world of tarot and, mm-hmm. and then psychic and all that kind of stuff. Like, and I, and I saw her, like channel this like spirit of my godmother like i saw it like i'm like if she's an actor she's the best actress i've ever seen but yeah i could see her tired like she was winded like after that we took like a break before she actually did her podcast and she told this like other random story about like uh, housing and stuff like so it wasn't even related to tarot yeah um and so there was like a lot of trust there right and there's like a connection and then i she i get the death card and i'm like you're like, I'm dead. Yeah. I was, I was like, <laughs> someone's dying. Like, I just thought, I thought about all that stuff. And then she's like, it, if you, the way I would interpret this as it, you need to like kill the way you've been thinking. Yeah. You need to put an end to your 
the way you worry about finances or the way you think about your career. You need right. to think about things differently. And, right. and, and so I was like, okay. And because I had this connection with, with her and I, I knew her personal health and situation, right? Like I, I took it to heart and I was like, I'm going to try to do this. Yeah. And I like, I like made an active effort to think differently about things and look at like the other side. And, um, for sure there was like a difference in my like daily, you know, uh, I guess not being so like, uh, everything, everything's lame or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, yeah. I was like, it's ge- easy to get like jaded yeah, here. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And I was like genuinely trying to be more positive or looking at like the bright side of stuff, which I think, you know, can be easier said than done. And I was like, yeah, like, what am I doing? Like I have like a family and like all that stuff's good. And I'm not like, I'm not literally, you know, not suffering, suffering. Like I'm, I'm I have like first world problems right yeah. at the end of the day. And so I'm, when you started that podcast with her, were you open to like, were you like, I'm going to let her do this and like, whatever happens, fine. I'm not like against it. Or you, were you actively like, I don't believe in this and it is what it is for the podcast. Uh, so, well, so the tarot card reading was just for me. So, it wasn't, but, but did you approach it not believing and like saying like, eh, she could pull whatever card, but I'm, I don't really believe in um, it. Yeah. I was a bit, I, I wasn't probably, I wasn't that like stern, yeah. but I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. yeah. This is, eh, I mean, you can interpret these things so many ways. I got, I had, I, I was very, I was skeptical for sure. And then were you done, when you were done, did you find yourself like to be like a believer? I was or, conf- confused, 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 uh, questioning like everything. Yeah. Right. Like, and to this day, I'm still like, it, I think I've mentioned this maybe even on your, your episode with you is like, or even some other ones where like, I don't want to believe some of the spiritual elements of right. life. Cause it's like, you can't explain it right like logically and it's based on like a lot of beliefs and so part of me is like i don't want to believe it but then it's like what now it's happened to me like a similar sort of ghosty thing happened to me like that i put out on this podcast and so uh yeah i'm still like i don't want to believe it but it's hard not to at this point right and i don't know what to make of it but you know ultimately like what a what an interesting thing to, to share. Yeah. And, 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 and you're open to new roads. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, uh, my, that's my story for, for this show. Wow. Um, how do I feel? Uh, I feel good. Um, there is a psychic down the road, which I think we should go to right now. <laughs> oh <my God>. Well, <laughs> All right. Well, why don't we just get some lunch uh, instead? <laughs> All right. Uh, so then second. thanks, Lindsay, for doing this with me and giving your insight. No worries. And uh, she's on a lot of shows. You can just look her up. She's, all right. Yeah. So, yeah, watch all her shows. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Hey, if you'd like to know when our next new episode comes in, it's easy. You can subscribe for the best story I never told. That's right. On iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher.